Welcome to Adulting 101, a weekly workshop-style podcast bringing you motivation, guidance, and step-by-step instructions on how to navigate the world of adulthood. You're listening to episode 91, How to Own Your Expertise. Look, I get it. A real-life millennial myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the decisions of adulthood with no clear sense of what the results may be. I'm Danielle, your host, a mindset coach, yoga instructor, and small business owner here to share my struggles along this journey, providing you with the tools and confidence you need to start living your best life. So without further ado, let's hop into the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I always want to ask everyone how their day is going when I hop on here, but then I remember that you can't answer me. What a lovely and also annoying dilemma. This week I'm coming at you with a podcast episode that I wish I had six months to a year ago, back when I was first starting in a new direction, both in my life and in my business as an entrepreneur because this topic is really rooted in imposter syndrome and that feeling we all get from time to time that we're not good enough or we don't know enough. But instead, I have found myself being motivated in my own personal journey more recently. And so if you go back to episode 76, I actually address imposter syndrome specifically, if that's what you're looking for. But today I want to talk about the confidence behind showing up like you know what the heck you are talking about. Because honey, you know, even whether you're an entrepreneur, you're working a nine to five job, you know your stuff. And so I did an Ignite talk at a local event a few weeks ago, and I talked all about being a multi-passionate millennial. So for those of you who don't know, an Ignite talk is where you have a PowerPoint presentation that's 20 slides long, and you get 10 seconds per slide, I think, 15 seconds maybe. So it works out to be a five-minute presentation with 20 slides, and you have to be like very straight to the point because of how quickly things move along. So during this presentation, I discussed my own personal journey of shifting careers and never really feeling like I fit into one specific box. I talked about the challenges of pursuing multiple passions and multiple curiosities simultaneously and the importance of owning that experience as a whole. Hopefully the video footage is going to be made available soon and I'll share that on all of my channels for those of you looking to watch it. I think that it's a very interesting discussion, not to like toot my own horn, but I put a lot of effort into that presentation. So this week I want to talk to you about actually taking the chaos that is your life at times and turning your mess into your message. I think that The first step to sort of battling the chaos and the confusion is to really just step into it, figure it out along the way, and most importantly, to own the process as it unfolds. So this week, I'm going to dive into my three best tips for you to do just this. But before we get started, I am just going to take 10 seconds and ask you that if you're listening to this on iTunes, please leave me a rating or review. It seriously helps boost the podcast so, so much that it can get seen by more people, more exposure, and more people can learn from these messages that I'm trying to share. So if you are benefiting from this content, please leave me a review. Let other people know that they too can learn something. So let's go ahead and get started. The first step to really owning your expertise is to own your thought patterns. It all starts with our thoughts because our thoughts control our actions and our actions control our realities. It's as simple as that. 
Every day we are fueling our minds with either positive or negative thoughts. So if you're finding yourself struggling with your confidence or struggling with self-belief, it should be pretty obvious that your negative thought patterns are not going to serve you. Bring awareness to your experience here in life. When you start to feel self-doubt, what situations are you finding yourself in that you're feeling that way? Are you pursuing activities out of love or are you pursuing them out of obligation? I know I've been in this situation. When I worked my nine to five job, I was working it because I felt like I had to, not because I actually wanted to. Motives can have a profound impact on our mindset, but you are in the driver's seat and you get to control the direction here. So it's up to you in these times of struggle, of self-doubt, of wavering confidence, that you decide to open your mind to the realm of possibility that's available at your disposal. Yeah, people can be rude. In fact, they will be. People will say not so nice stuff, but remember that's on them and their mindset. So you get to decide how you interpret that, how you decide to put a positive spin on it and how you move forward. That really just leads me into my next tip, which is to forget the haters. Possibly the most cliche advice, but I don't care. We talked about this last week, actually. Your life is about you, not the people who decide to talk about your life. Let me say that again. Your life is about you. It's not about the people who decide to talk about it. In order to own your expertise, this step is so important. You know your stuff, and in order for other people to believe that you know your stuff, it starts with you. It starts with you showing up regardless of what those people are saying or thinking or doing. I want you to think about someone like Oprah or Guy Fieri or Tony Robbins or maybe your favorite social media fitspo. Would you consider these people to be experts in their field? I know I would. Absolutely. But do people still talk about them behind their back? Definitely. Absolutely. That guy is a scammer because he charges $15,000 for coaching. That girl's only famous because she shows pictures of her butt on the internet. So on and so on and so on. People always have an opinion about everything, whether or not it is valid, that is up for discussion elsewhere. The point here is that these people, regardless of what people are saying about them, keep going. They keep producing content. They keep showing up every single day. Why? Because the people that are saying these things about them are coming from a place of jealousy or a place of envy or a place of lacking something in their own life. And they lack the ability to recognize that they too are capable of this same success. So it's time for you to recognize this. You deserve to be successful in pursuit of whatever your passion is. Whether it's climbing the corporate ladder, whether it's starting your own business, whether it's doing something entirely different. You need to own it. You need to show up. You need to tell people, hey, My name is Danielle. I'm a yoga instructor. I'm a business coach. I show women how they too can be happy in their life. Obviously, your name's probably not Danielle, but if it is, hey, cool, nice to meet you. The point is to rewrite this narrative specific to you and your story. Get out there and share it. Share it until you think you're being super annoying because guess what? You're not. This leads me to my last point, which is the biggest tip for owning your expertise, and that is to just get started. Get started showing up. Get started sharing your story. What did you do? How did you come to know whatever it is that you know? What experience do you have that makes you a relevant source of information? We tend to minimize our knowledge and our expertise because we think that we don't know enough or that we don't have enough experience or that people aren't going to take us seriously. 
And I hate to break it to you, but the only way to get people to think of you as a relevant source of information is to tell them that you are a relevant source of information. To be an expert, you have to start showing up as an expert, even if you don't feel that way. And that's really what imposter syndrome is all about, is feeling like you're not enough. And to overcome that, you need to just tell yourself, okay, I don't feel like I'm enough, but I'm going to pretend that I am and hope that it works out. Fake it till you make it, honey. The more people can begin to recognize you for who you are and what you know, the quicker you can become front of mind for people when they think about your niche and are in need of an expert in that niche. I've done this with my business, especially locally with yoga. People know now that I have a mobile yoga service, and therefore I have been referred to and approached by various businesses locally and different groups to provide classes to their members, to their patrons, and to their guests. This includes everything from ski resorts to private golf clubs to Airbnb locations in the area. And this wouldn't have been possible if I kept it a secret and was too afraid to tell people that I'm a yoga instructor. Instead, I was like, hey, I know how to teach yoga and I'm really good at it. So whether you're a teacher, you're a consultant, you're a cook, you're a crafter, it doesn't matter. You need to show up and tell people what it is that you do and what it is that you know. Why? Because people don't want to have to do research, guys. It's 2019. We live in an age where people just want to have the answer to everything without having to do the work. Plain and simple. If you position yourself as the expert, you're going to naturally improve your expertise through getting that new experience and people are going to start to recognize you for it. It's as simple as that. If I can do it, so can you. I'm not a special flower. Tony Robbins is not a special flower. Oprah Winfrey is not a special flower. The difference between you and me and them is that we simply decided that this is what we wanted. We went for it. And through addressing my own thought patterns, through drowning out the haters, through showing up consistently, I have become an expert and now it is your turn. As always, if you have any questions, I'm only a message away. I love to chat with you all. I love hearing your feedback about the podcast. So like I said, please leave me a rating or review on iTunes. I would appreciate that so much. Love you all. And I will talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. If you enjoyed this episode, please hop on iTunes, leave me a rating or review or share this link with a friend that you think could benefit from my content. If you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram. That's at Lifestyle by Design Studio. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lifestyle by Design Studio. Or you can connect to my personal channels on Twitter and Snapchat. That's at Danielle Ryan, Danielle two A's. I look forward to chatting with all of you and I'll talk to you again next week. Take care.